You're listening to the OCD and Anxiety Show, episode number 113. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about exposure and response prevention. And I want to introduce a metaphor um, about stepping into the fire that I think will be really helpful for you um, if this is something that you're trying to implement in your life. So thanks very much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Matt Cotty, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I specialize in helping people take their lives back from OCD and anxiety. And on this podcast, I'm going to share with you simple tools, strategies, and principles that will help you on your journey to recovery. Because once you apply the proper knowledge and strategies, you can begin to transform and restore your mind and body. And when we heal as individuals, we can promote that healing into our families and communities and ultimately create a better world for everyone from the inside out. Welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Show. All right, hey there, and welcome to another episode of the OCD and Anxiety Show. My name is Matt Cotty, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker. And on this episode, we're gonna talk about exposure and response prevention, and really this idea of stepping into the fire. So, um, and and I'll go into depth into that of what I mean by that in a second. Um, But while you're here, we just really would appreciate your support by liking and subscribing, um, as well as leaving a comment down below and, and just letting us know future ideas for episodes that we can create to help you on your journey and also if you're looking for any resources for help on your journey to recovery from OCD and anxiety over at restoredminds.com we have free trainings free guides as well as our coaching programs and stuff like that to help you on this journey and there's some links right down in the notes uh, to help you with that so when we talk about exposure and response prevention and, and let's just talk about the overall problem of OCD and anxiety what it really is so what's happening with OCD and anxiety is is that your brain is setting off a alarm that you're in danger and that you need to survive. And it's setting this alarm off when nothing is actually happening, right? And, and so there might be intrusive thoughts that are popping in your mind and you might actually be having these thoughts, but at the present moment, there's no clear and present danger in front of you, right? This idea of I could be sitting in my couch at my home right and you know like tomorrow my family and i we're going to be hopping on a plane going on a little trip and my mind could come up with the idea of like what if my plane crashes or something like that and i can actually react like i'm in danger when i'm on my couch and nothing's happening that's a really interesting phenomenon that we have developed as humans that we can be in this kind of voice of our mind right this this thought patterns up here and that we can be so consumed by it that we treat it as it's real you know that and that really is the problem of OCD is that our mind can create endless possible scenarios of bad things happening and if we react to them like they're always real and we're responding to them and and doing all these behaviors to try to control those situations we can literally be in a chronic state of stress and no danger could actually be around us Right, which is, is a fascinating idea. And, and, and you know, I, I lived my life like this for many years, just in my head constantly, always, you know, just nervous, stressed, you know, and I just thought that was normal, you know. Um, so what we got to do in, in the recovery process is not resolve the metaphorical 
bad situations that our brain produces, right? This is why if you're talking about the content of the fear to a therapist and they're reassuring you about the content, so if you have you know, a fear of flying in there and keep telling you your plane's not gonna crash, your plane's not gonna crash, you've already misstepped on this process because it's not an issue of the plane crashing. You know, like that, that isn't the issue we're dealing with. That doesn't exist. You know, what if I make a mistake at work and I get fired? Okay, well, does that, has that happened? No, okay, that's not the issue we're dealing with. You're, you're dealing with this idea that you're predicting a bad situation and reacting to it like it's real. And, or what if I get some terrible disease one day? What if this, what if that, what if that, right? Like fill in the blank of whatever your fear is that that is not the problem that you have. I know this is like a hard concept to grasp at first, right? Because, you know, when I was on my journey, right? Like I, there was a time where I thought and I was worried I might get possessed. And I was like, I don't want that to happen. I thought it was a possession issue. The problem wasn't a possession issue, it was a fear of what if that happened, right? It was, I was, I've had this alarm system going off in my head all day. What if it happens tonight? What if it happens tonight? What if it happens tonight? And I was doing all these behaviors to try to negate the possibility that I was going to get possessed. And you know what? In all that time, I never got possessed. It never happened. Like, and, and, and ask yourself that. Like, how many times have you been afraid of something and it just never has happened? You know? Um, like, the idea might be really scary, but has it happened? And how much energy have you put into trying to make something not happen that has never happened, right? That, that is the problem that we're dealing with here is this wheel that we get caught in, right? So with that being said, the point of exposure and response prevention and, and really why it's at the cornerstone of, of the treatment process for OCD and anxiety is because what we're doing is we're essentially reprogramming the alarm system. We are actively stepping into the fire, so to speak and to, to really see like, is this actually dangerous? Because if I have a thought and then I do a behavior um, to, to neutralize that thought, what I'm doing is I'm validating the idea that that thought was important enough to do a behavior and resolve. So my brain learns that thought must really be important so it keeps producing it, right? So if I, if I have a thought when I touch a doorknob of what if I get some terrible disease and I get anxious, and then I do a behavior like washing my hands. Well, washing my hands communicated to my brain like that thought was actually dangerous. And, and because it made me feel better, it, I really must have just saved my own life there. So we should keep producing those thoughts and keep producing the stress response. And if I try to logic someone out of that, it doesn't work. This is why talk therapy does not work for this. Instead, what we do is we do the exact opposite, right? I, I would have someone touch the doorknob and not wash. Why? Well, that alarm system is going to get activated. And then what happens is the, as the alarm system activated and we don't do anything, the alarm system calms down on its own and we essentially are retraining our brain like, no, this actually isn't a threat, right? We're, but, but again, the, the analogy that I want to give you today is this, is, you know, and this, I learned this from a, one of my clients. So, you know, like, let's pretend we had a, a hologram, right? For those of you who don't know what hologram is, just as this projection, right? It's, it's a fake image, right? Um, but we had a hologram and it was a fire and it looked real. I mean, it looked as real as any fire you've ever seen before. And 
if I walk around the hologram, even if I logically know it's a hologram, but if I walk around it, right, and treat it like it's real, the thing is, is my brain will, will treat it like it's real, like it's a real threat, like it's actually dangerous. If I avoid it, that will treat my, that, that will teach my brain like that is actually dangerous. So the way that I prove to my brain that it's actually not dangerous is I have to step in the fire. I have to actually step in and see what happens. And when I step in and then nothing happens, that's how, that's how my brain recategorizes it as like, oh, this fire isn't actually a fire, it's a hologram, right? I have, to, I have to prove it to my brain through my behavior, not through logic, not through logic. That's why you have to understand OCD and anxiety is a behavioral problem, you know, because if, you try to, if you're trying to logic this out, if you're trying to rationalize it out, if you're trying to talk it out, you're not gonna get anywhere. Chances are you've been trying that and it doesn't work. Because what we have to do is we have to behaviorally prove to our brain that we aren't actually in danger. And that's the whole principle behind ERP is this idea of stepping into the fire and proving to our brain that this isn't dangerous so it recategorizes the actual idea or thought or you know whatever. And then more importantly, doesn't set off the alarm in the future. So essentially we reprogram the alarm system through our behavior change. So hopefully that makes sense and hopefully that helps you kind of conceptualize that. I, I always just, I found that analogy really, uh, really cool when I when my client shared with me. So just wanted to pass it forward and that I hope it helps you on your journey. And again, if you're looking for additional resources, we have free trainings, free resources, as well as um, our coaching programs, you know, Zoom community calls um, and digital resources uh, available, for, available for you over at restoredminds.com. So just click the little link down in the notes and you'll be taken um, just right underneath this and you'll be taken over to a page where you can start getting access to that. So wish you guys a great week and I hope you uh, all have a, a restful weekend. And um, with that said, I'll see you guys next week. So take care. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found it helpful, chances are others will too. So if you would please do me a favor and show your support by subscribing and leaving a review, I would really appreciate it. Also, if you're looking for a higher level of support on your journey, we have several resources to support you over at RestoredMinds.com. And we've even included some links right down below in the notes. Lastly, if you have any questions, you can email me at support at RestoredMinds.com. Thanks again for listening, and I hope to see you soon.